This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Going to be a cloudy day today, I guess. Well, well, that's the way the mop flops. Got a game tonight? We've got a game for with everybody online this time because our our GM seems to have a COVID problem in his home. So everybody's online tonight. So today we're going to talk about equipment because for some reason it's been top of mind with me lately. I'm not just talking about the weapons and the armor. I'm talking about the, all of it. How do you deal with equipment in your game? Me, I find it a bit of annoyance as a player and a bit of a hassle as a GM. But, you know, it's one of those has to happen. But it doesn't have to me, it doesn't have to happen right off. Now, I love games or GMs who give equipment packages. And I tend to just, when I'm a player, I just tend to just grab one that I think is appropriate. Well, here's the thing. Hold off there. First of all, you've got to see what's in the pack. Usually they're labeled Adventures Pack Number 1 or Number 2 or A and B or a Delver's Pack or a whatever pack. But the point being is it's going to cost you some coin. So check and see what's in it. Besides, you don't want to get like in the middle of a dungeon and find out you got the wrong pack. Wait a minute, I need 50 feet of rope. Well, it wasn't part of the package. In fact, I think there should be a few things that should be parts of those packages automatically, no matter which one it is. And rope would be up there near the top of the list. You just it just lists what it is and how much you pay for it. You plunk down the plunk down the gold and there it is. But you've got to make sure you have the right one. You got to make sure you have the right. Let's just say you have to make sure you have the right equipment. What's basic equipment for what you're doing? I mean, I'm always thinking about. I'm my mind always goes down deep in the middle of a dungeon. What would happen if I was down there? But, you know, you got to think about other places, too. You're in the middle of the wilderness. Say you're lost. What do you do? Boy, you could sure use a compass at that point, couldn't you? Or some kind of flag or something that's brightly colored that people could see or something like that or some magical way of doing it. I don't know. So you've got to think about 
everything. But mostly people think of dungeons. And, I, you know, saying that, I'm thinking, what well, my mind is, if I'm down in the middle of the dungeon, I have everything I need. That'll cover me for any other contingency, more or less. I mean, what do you have to have? You have to have, I've been watching bushcraft videos, so I know this, you have to have fire, shelter, uh, <laughs> fire, shelter, food, and that's about it. Fire, shelter, and food. There's a fourth component in there, and I just can't think of it right now. But the, I've watched these videos, and it's like, oh, okay, first thing you want to do is gather you know, you got to start a fire. So you have to have fire-making equipment. And if you're in the middle of a dungeon, here's one of the things you don't think about when you're in the middle of a dungeon. you got to have something to... to if you're going to make a fire, you got to have something to burn. And so it would behoove you to pick up some wood before you go in there or something that will burn, some kind of wood or kindling or something. Now, starting a fire in a dungeon, the second thing you have to worry about is ventilation. Now, I know you don't have much choice in the ventilation there, but you want to make sure that you're in, a, you're in an area big enough where you, the smoke can clear. It can go down the hall or whatever. But anyway, I'm, I'm okay, fire. Okay, fire. What else do you need? Shelter. Now, if you have a good blanket, if you have a large tarp, or something like that, that'll work. Say you carry two blankets, one for shelter, one for warmth. Now, I look at I look at these videos and see these tarps. I'm trying to figure out how you can apply these. And I'm seeing these tarps and things like that. And it says, you know, it'd be very easy to buy a tarp in a fantasy world or make your own because I've seen videos on how you make things like that how you can coat them and make them waterproof and things like that. And I'm sure in a fantasy world, there would be people who make those. So you could buy them. At least as far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, in my campaign world, yeah. And that will help you with your shelter. That and line to put it up with, like bank line or something like that, or some kind of rope or even your 50 feet of rope, you know, I would carry a little extra sometimes. And I mean, it makes it sound like you're out going out camping, but yeah. Okay, you've got fire, you've got shelter, food. Well, in dungeons, you usually got to take your own. you got to take your rations with you. But there's nothing saying that before you get into the dungeon, if you're doing a, a wilderness portion of this adventure, there's nothing saying you can't go hunting. So you hunt some deer or something like that and take it, take it back to the camp clean it, dress it, and do whatever you need to do. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't, usually can't spend the time, you know, smoking the meat or anything or drying it out, but there's something else you can carry in your equipment. Salt. Bag of salt preserves a lot of things. And it's handy, you know, for seasoning, and it's also handy, you might use it in a combat situation. Throw it in somebody's eyes. Something like that. I mean, it's just like throwing sand in somebody's eyes. Maybe even worse because it burns after it sits there for a bit, for a second. So, you know, you've got that. So you've got the three covered. 
fire, shelter, and food. You're good. And I know I'm, that one I'm missing and it just bothers me, but I think in a fantasy situation, you've got, you've got it covered. Now, look at the equipment list. Okay, you say you have an equipment pack, but look at the equipment list. I always spend the little extra for the better stuff. Yes, I take torches for light and warmth. In fact, that's part of your, that's part of your, your kit right there for starting a fire. If you can get kindling, if you brought kindling with you, flint and steel or, and kindling, you can, you can take a torch and break it up you know, take take an axe or something or your your weapon, take your dagger and, you know, just break it up and then do it that way. And But I like to go a little, like if I need a light source, I'll buy a lantern, like a bullseye lantern or shutter, a hooded bullseye lantern or something like that and carry some oil. Oil's good tactically too. Oil can be used for a lot of things. You can, you can do that. You can use oil on your, you know, when you're sharpening your your weapons, things like that. But what I'm saying is take a lantern, but take torches too. Torches are very handy for things. It's a backup. Yes, it's a backup for your lantern in case something happens to your lantern, but at the same time, you can use these resources. Think about redundancy. You should think about redundancy in your equipment all the time. I mean, don't get ridiculous about it. Just find, get like at least one backup. These bushcraft guys, yeah, they've got a they've got a, uh, a ferro rod, and they also have flint and steel, but they also carry a couple of lighters. Why? Redundancy. So you run out of flint and steel, something happens to your ferrocerium rod, you've got a lighter, or vice versa. You break your lighters, you got this stuff, whatever. You know, whatever's easiest, and, you know, I'd, I'd re re do redundancy... What I'm saying is you should do redundancy at least the most important stuff, like rope, like shelter, carry two blankets, carry two tarps. You know, it's not going to take all that much more weight. And try and, like I said, I get a lantern because I think just relying on torches is bad. I'd rather use a lantern. But also there's other things like usually a lot, some of the older games, but some of the more modern games too, they offer regular rope and, rope and silk rope. Buy the silk rope. It'll last longer. It, it's tougher. And you don't have to worry about it breaking as much. Yes, it's a little more expensive. But hey, why don't you buy one of each? You can use that regular rope to set up camp, or you know what? Rope also burns. So if you need to start a fire with that, cut a little off the end and make some kindling out of it. So you can start up your fire with your torches. So there you go. Anyway, that's my little bit of wisdom for you this time. So I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk about this or anything else, oldmangrognargmail.com. Or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Mark. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Michael. <laughs> Get a little ahead of myself there. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.
questions, comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.